0: Hey you guys, it's Kilowatt. I'm finally on my way home. It has been a very long day. Um, Usually when it's a new moon, I don't sleep well. Um, So last night I didn't sleep very well and then of course I had to work a whole shift. (laughs) And um, I don't know, I guess I guess I just sort of found myself being like, I am real tired. I'd like to go home now. And then I had to somehow like muster up all the energy to do it. Um, I thought we'd talk about a few things, a few things today. I've been attempting to do a podcast uh, like pretty much every day since I started back to work, but unfortunately I haven't been able to. Um, I don't know if the last time we left off, I was in a very good place. I was just struggling, Um, which is understandable. I'm going through a lot of cool changes. But one of the benefits of having the new moon in Taurus right on top of my north node and um, my seventh house, I was able to gain a lot of insight on what this... Period of time will bring to me, um, it almost gives you like a, sort of like a mini psychic moment where you just, where you just understand that everything is going to be a certain way. And, and today I was, I was talking to a lot of my passengers and I was, I was tired. I actually announced to everybody that I was going to go home. I want to go hang out with my friend Lisa and say hi to her for a second. Maybe I'll go get some tacos. Like I was thinking all, all kinds of big plans. And then I realized quickly that that was not going to be a reality. So I ended up just succumbing to what the day was, which was just per the norm, visiting with my passengers because they're the best fucking humans ever. And I spoke with a few people that brought some really cool things to light. Uh, During this experience with COVID-19, some of my older passengers who I know to be homeless um, and very many times past them sleeping in bus shelters, watching them struggle to get apartments, getting rejected because they didn't have enough money for the deposit. Uh, couldn't afford monthly payments cause they're in social security. They just could never catch a break. And it was really frustrating to watch that because it's, it's, you know, you don't want to see people who have lived a full life end up penniless and on the streets uh, because you worry about them. And I think we as a society should definitely be checked in to that particular group of people. I think it's 100% gross that we allow that to even happen. I don't care if they got mental things. There are elders, and that is unacceptable as a society. Uh, There's got to be some type of safety net in place for these people. I don't care. If it's just because Social Security is garbage, no, this is a system that doesn't work anymore. Okay, what does a collective pause bring us? Lots of contemplation. Okay, it allows us to view the things in our society that it that are broken, and um, sort of tap back into your to your inner child because now you can do things that you didn't get to do before because you were too busy trying to make them a paycheck. Right now you can paint, you can go for a bike ride. If you want, you can go get ice cream at 10 PM and then stay up late watching movies. Like there are benefits to this because for a long time we were so stressed, we couldn't even see straight. And, and right now a lot of the essential workers are hundred percent overworked, tapped out and stressed. Uh, so What I saw today on Oregon City Chit Chat No Filter by a fucker named Brandon Jensen was deplorable. I mean, he went on and he started ripping apart the manager at Wendy's because apparently he had to wait for them to correct the order. And he said that she specifically as a person was a joke. He repeated that twice. He said, it's not like you guys have people coming in. So it's you don't even have that much to do. He said, this is why you work at a drive-thru. And then he said, I 100% believe that, that everyone that works at a drive-thru should only be getting minimum wage. And it was at that very moment that I, <laughs> that I said out loud, uh, you, sir, your privilege is showing. The woman... Whom I know at Wendy's as the manager has like three kids and she's a single mom. Okay. She's got three fucking kids that she has to support and she's a manager at Wendy's. She also happens to be, uh, I think she's Latino. And, and so let's just pause for a brief moment. Okay. Because we have this, this fucking, Pretentious asshat as a president who put, put down like basically a full on fucking attack to like the entire Hispanic Latino community. Um, and there was a lot more racism targeting like a, a whole group of people, regardless if they were citizens or not. I mean, it's not like his followers are really fucking intelligent. I mean, some of them are, yeah, because they just want someone to do something. Anything would be better than what we have fucking had. Um, and so when you have that person in power, openly racist, openly a misogynist, openly fucking ignorant to anything that the scientific community has to say about global warming fucking healthcare. Like dude's a joke. Honestly, I can't, I cannot handle him. And so I'm stepping back and watching that is the person that's in charge of our country. Okay. There's one. So she's probably, I mean, a whole group of people have had to overcome a lot of really ignorant racism just because of this fucker in charge. Right? I know for a fact, she's a citizen. Okay. So don't even fucking go there with me. Second of all, She's a single mom, okay? You are a white dude who's like, what, 28? I think you still fucking live at your parents' house. And your profile picture is you holding a really shitty tiny fish, okay? That's not that much of a catch, and neither are you. So, first of all, sir, your privilege is showing. I highly recommend you take that shit down because it's extremely unflattering to your image. And I think for the first time in a long time, I have wanted to threaten someone on Facebook. But my HR told me that I couldn't do that. So this is me telling you, sir, fuck off. She's a good woman. She's working real hard. They're dealing with more than enough influx of, pe- of people who can't go out to eat. Every time they go to the fucking grocery store, which is about seven times a week, because they're all losing their fucking minds from being indoors. Uh, they stop off for a Wendy's burger, okay? And then you get some fucking asshole who's sitting at home collecting unemployment, not working, running his mouth on the internet. I'd like you to, I would invite you, sir, to ask yourself, why are you really mad? What's really at like the number one center of your frustration? Because I guarantee you, It's not the bitch at Wendy's, okay? Yes, you're going to have to wait. You're not the only human here. And the fucking privilege that you just showed to everybody is that you're entitled. And you know that you fucking get what you want. Because a lot of people that fucking have your card to play do. And then on top of that, you're going to attack her character as a human and call her a joke. No, you're the fucking joke, okay? I laughed my ass off when I read your shit because I was about to rip you a new one. And I did. And I have. So we're done there. Um, But that's just one person who is very frustrated and projecting a lot of their own negative, insecure energies onto a person who's strapped and stressed. Okay? She can't take the time off work. Even, I'm sure, if she fucking has to struggle to get daycare. She can't do it. She still has to pay for a lot of fucking shit that no one else is going to pay for. And I mean, I'm sorry, but but it is not your job to be the judgment of another person's character. You know nothing about her. You don't know if her fucking grandmother's in the hospital right now. You don't know shit. So just, if you find yourself projecting a lot of negative, insecure bullshit on another human, I invite you to hold your tongue. And you know what you could do if you catch yourself doing it and you feel like it might be too late to go back? Apologize. Explain to them why you're so stressed out. You guys could actually com- like connect and bond. And you would find another ally in a city that we all love and we're all trying to get there. But back to my passengers who are homeless and have been struggling to make ends meet and just get off the streets... Uh, the gentleman who I'm incredibly fond of and I won't say his name uh, his wife died of cancer and they sold their house because they couldn't afford a lot of the treatments that were suggested by the doctors and she ended up dying and they never had children and so he ended up just getting a monthly social security check from a post office box that he pays for and a really organized structure of living where he goes certain places to take baths and he's always, you know, he always looks well, um, but you can tell he's really tired and I worried about him. I worried about him a lot. I didn't see him anywhere. I haven't seen him in weeks. I was scared when I came back if I wouldn't see a lot of my favorite older passengers and I haven't. And so that was one less passenger I had to worry about because today he got on my bus and he was clean and he had a fresh haircut and he was smiling from ear to ear and then he put his his face mask on when I rolled up and he wasn't carrying his cart. He didn't have to carry his cart because our city put him up in a, a really nice hotel with a big screen TV where he could take a bath and he could feel safe and have a place to live as everybody fucking should and it was 100% the best news ever to hear him say I'm going to be able to get a room next month and he I could hear the smile in his voice and I said oh my god that's amazing he said yeah there's a lot of people that are running rooms out right now and they're trying to make ends meet so they're not asking for a lot to get in And, and I've been able to save my social security checks to get into a room and I get to stay in this nice motel until I think about the middle of May, the end of May. So I won't have to worry about it and I'll be able to get in. I can actually call people and I don't have to go all over town trying to call people. I can do that right from my bedroom at this hotel. And I thought to myself, you know what? I think this needs to become a thing. Because you know he's not the only one. He's not the only one. People have been living on the streets because they can't afford rent. Half of California living on the streets because they can't afford rent. They're living in their fucking cars, okay? Our country's been very broken for a really long time. And we had this illusion that we were this glorious place to live. And we had a land full of opportunity. And that might have been the case back in the fucking day. But corporate greed has taken over. Congress has been sold. And and now, if 100% of us vote for one thing, only 30% of our vote counts. And guess what? We're not the ones really paying Congress, are we? Nope. Nope. They're going to keep the people that pay them in power. They're not going to care about the people. It doesn't fucking matter. They might pretend to, but at the end of the day, they're going home with a big fat paycheck and nobody gives a fuck about the working class. Nobody gives a fuck about the homeless or the mentally ill or the addicted. I mean, it's really, it, it, this has been 100% the best pause our our country needed to address the illusion that we are something great. You know, I want to rephrase that: we are something great. Our country is is made up of an, an amazing group of people, and a and a really wide, broad spectrum of, of of religions and and a faith base. Like it's just they call it the melting pot for a reason. We have the variety, and that's the spice, which is why we'll turn around and tell everybody to fuck off before they even try and take our guns and our vodka, okay? We don't like pretentious asshats, and if we are one, we're probably yelling at this poor woman, like woman from Wendy's and not even understanding that we're just the scum of the earth. So, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Anyway, um, even the assholes, right? They have potential for growth, as everybody on this planet does. We are good as a people. We need to address that there are not good things happening for the people. And I think that this is a really good time for us to sit back, reevaluate what's broken, and just sort of brainstorm how we want to fix it. So as your friendly neighborhood bus driver, I would like to invite you to ask yourself how you can help make change in somebody's life if that means you got a room to rent out maybe to a nice homeless person who just he just happened to fall on hard times if that means you'd like to help volunteer drive around and find people who are potentially overdosing on heroin uh because they're self-medicating for mental illness and extreme trauma um If you want to keep your eyes and ears open and keep your intuition set. If you're dealing with uh, an interaction with another human who you think might be potentially human trafficked or beat. uh, Go ahead and just keep that door open and extend a hand or a lifeboat. And encourage them to seek the help that they need. If that means giving someone a pair of shoes. If that means telling someone to hang in there. This is the time that we need to come together because nobody's going to fucking catch us. It is up to us to do it. It's up to every essential employee who's been going to work every day to maintain a structural society. It's up to the people who work in the humanitarian areas. Like our psychologists who are working double time to keep people from losing their goddamn minds. DHS workers. I mean everything. I just, it's its up to the people who make the, the country move. Not the ones who just collect the paychecks. It's not about that anymore. We're going to have to put the work in together as a group. If we want to see the change happen. And it's time. So this is Kilowatt. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you soon. Bye.